Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. You never know. And if you give me 20 minutes, eh, 20, 25 minutes today, I don't know what you're going through. If you're having a frustrating day with your kids, so they've been quarantined, you got to be, you know, mom and you got to be teacher or you and the husband or the boyfriend uh, or the wife or the whatever are just at each other's throat today. If something happened and you've had too much time together. I'm hoping this podcast is going to really put it in perspective for you. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. My name is Steve Kramer. So I made this podcast because when I was going through my divorce, my mom would send me these really motivational text messages. And I posted one online one day and it went viral. And so ever since then, it meant a lot to a lot of people. So when I got let go from my radio job, I decided to make a podcast with her words and wisdom to kind of, I don't know, guide your life in one way or another. Hopefully every episode gives you some little nugget that makes you feel better or more content or teaches you something about yourself because I know it does it does for me. Um, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different. And if you're a first timer, I'm glad you're here. Um, I uh, Mondays we usually come on, we have mom's movie review and we have the cheese may, right? Which is the Monday cheese may, which is like easy. I tell you some kind of gossipy story for all of my people that used to listen to me on the radio. I have stories like that. Uh, today took another turn that I wasn't, was not expecting at all. Actually, when I started talking to my mom today, I felt good. Uh, I actually felt really good and you'll see why, because I'm recording this on Easter, but it was actually like a big milestone in my healing from my divorce. Um, but as the conversation went on, I just, uh, I, 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 but then as I listened back to it, I think that there's like a really nice nugget in here for somebody that needs to hear this today. So, so I promise you, I owe you a cheese man story about what happened with me and my ex co-host who doesn't like me anymore over at, uh, over in Phoenix. I promise you next Monday, I'll get to that story. And I apologize. Today was going to launch something that I was going to start. And I don't know if this is the best episode to do it on. Uh, you use your own judgment, depending on who you're going to involve. I wanted this week to be tell a friend week, okay? Because, you know, our show is starting to grow. We just hit over 50,000 downloads, which is so cool. Thank you so much. Um, and a lot of you guys already know me from the radio, and you've already kind of come because you follow me on social media or whatever. What I want to do is I want to, I want you to, like, send this podcast, maybe not this specific one, this may be too heavy for some people, but I want you to send the podcast to maybe someone that doesn't listen to it. Uh, just one person. If you just text it to them right now, and Apple makes it really easy. You just do the share button. You can text it over to them. I don't know about on Androids. Um, but I would love it if you would ask your friend to listen to one episode, whichever one maybe you liked or had a message for you or was funny or whatever, send it over to them and ask for their unbiased feedback. And then if you want to screenshot it to me and send it to me, if you want to call me, if you're the friend and you're hearing this for the first time and you want to call me, 888-Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R-8 is our phone number. On social media, I am that guy Kramer uh, with a K. That's on Instagram. On Facebook, I'm Steve Kramer. I'd love to hear from you. But all week, I'm going to ask you just, just one time this week just to text this podcast to a friend that maybe doesn't listen to it and say, hey, Check this podcast out. Maybe you know him from Channel 933 or you know him from a different radio station. Or this is a guy that I, I used to know. It doesn't have to be somebody in the same city. I'd like to hear that feedback too. I'd really appreciate that. So it's uh, tell a friend week here on the show. Okay, so I'm leaving this unedited and I and I think in the next 20 minutes, you'll realize that, wow, there's somebody you need to reach out to today. 
Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. So we're just laughing because if you go to my Instagram, which is that guy Kramer, you can go see the picture that I posted for Easter. <laughs> and it was – I'm going to pull it up right now. It was me and my brother sitting on the lap of maybe the scariest-looking <laughs> Easter bunny ever. And I don't understand. I just don't understand, like, why – how that went through your head where you thought that was going to be okay. Like, this, this bunny has, like, demon eyes. And his ears look like horns. They're not even like <laughs> – where was – do you remember where this picture even was taken? And it's in the dark. Why are we in the dark? <laughs> like we're not – nighttime. Where, where did it do to us? I have no early idea where that was, but that is the scariest bunny I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's that was just probably part what, of one it. or two? No, you you must have been like. Hmm. I can't ever well, tell kids' ages. I think you were probably three or four. I just don't understand. There's so <laughs> many pictures online where parents would put their you know kids seeing them with like creepiest Santas and Easter bunnies, and I just don't know. I I, I guess parenting's <laughs> different nowadays. I guess everyone's so scared of the world. Um, but this does not look safe. <laughs> and, and who's then in we, the costume? And then we teach you. Not to talk to strangers. Yeah. And but go sit on this random man's lap so you can't see his face and like know may, anything about him. Who may be a pedophile. Right. Like, oh does anyone think that? Like, I, I know. It's, it's just the way the world has changed. Like, it really does. It's something I went and saw a mall Santa this year. I had to go to an event and I saw a mall Santa. I'm like, I don't know anything about that man. I hate, I, I guess. <laughs> I feel jaded in a sense because that's not how you should feel. It's like Christmas and I get it. You want to put your pictures on Instagram, but I just, I don't know. I don't, this is why I don't know if I'm cut out to be a parent. I feel like my kid would not do anything. My kid would live in a bubble. My, I guarantee you, if I'm ever a parent, my kid is not going to go sit in a stranger's lap for any reason whatsoever. It's just not going to happen. And that's actually very smart based on what we know now. Yeah, really. We've, learned, we've wow. learned a lot in 30 years. Give me a break. And this doesn't even look like a good setup. This looks like <laughs> a setup. Like, I don't know where this is. This looks so janky. Anyway, that guy Kramer on Instagram. Parents, like, would you, you can go look at this picture and, and comment. Like, would you let your kids go do that nowadays with that scary-ass Easter bunny? Is that still um, a thing? I don't go to malls anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. Do is there such a thing? I know there's as- Santas. They still have Santas, but yeah. I don't know if Easter bunnies are a thing or not. I don't, mm. I don't think I've seen one of those in a while um, to at least go see them. And I haven't like seen any pictures. Obviously, this year, there's no pictures. But I don't remember like, seeing parents take their kids to go see the Easter bunny. I don't know if that's a thing. But this did not look like a reputable place to go. This is not really big <laughs> The stuff you did sometimes. It was, I really it was honestly, it. It, it could have been in our church. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the guy that flew in on the helicopter. <laughs> Which was a friend of ours. <laughs> so it makes it. Well, who did go to know. church with us? <laughs> uh, how is corn Easter? Corn Easter. I'm trying to make it work. Corn Easter. Yeah. It's actually been fine. I listened to um, an online church service at the National Cathedral, which was great. So my, yeah. day, my day has been fine. How's your day been? Uh, today is actually a weird day for me because, and I don't know if it's because of all the quarantine stuff or not, but I finally, this may be the very first holiday 
that I've gone through since my divorce that I haven't felt sad. Great. And, and I don't know if that's because I can't go anywhere and maybe because mm-hmm. everyone else's Easter's look like crap too, mm-hmm. but I don't really feel the same sadness that I felt because holidays are the hardest. Anybody that's been through a divorce, in case you don't know, you're new to the podcast. I got divorced uh, almost two years ago to the day or separated two years ago today. Um, and holidays are always the hardest ones, right? And you, you know, they're coming and like, you're like, shit, that's going to feel weird. And I, and I guess anybody that's probably been through a breakup is probably the same kind of thing. Right. Well, the same thing and, with the death. Right. 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 Which divorce is a type of death really. Right. I don't know if it's going to, if this is like healing for me or if this is just like, well, everyone else's Easter's look terrible too. So maybe it's, um, it's mm. not, I, I don't feel that lonely sense that I usually feel on holidays. Now, in case you're new to the podcast too, is I live, uh, you know, I got divorced. I don't have any kids. Uh, my, all of my family lives in Georgia and I live in California and I, I, I really struggled going through it cause it's really felt pretty lonely some days, but this is the first, and I, I'm going to take it as healing. Maybe you're getting more comfortable with being with you. It's what Maybe. we all, it's what we all need to do. Right. And we're not comfortable with ourselves. We can't be comfortable with anyone. Right. I'm actually glad you said that because when I first got separated and into my divorce, I really had a hard time being alone. So if that's you, don't feel so bad about it. Like I, I didn't like the night times. They were really hard. I didn't like uh, weekends. Weekends were the absolute worst. I mean, they were just terrible. So I used to feel weird because I was like, I don't know if other people do this or they can just go to bed by themselves without being stressed out. Like I had a hard time just spending the night by myself. So I'd get in bed and I would start to get anxiety because I would be by myself. And then I wouldn't sleep well and they just kind of go from there. I'm almost worried that I may be going too far on the other side. I was talking to a friend this morning about this, about – about, I don't know, maybe a few months ago, I, I had a, a female friend spend the night. And I, I felt like it was something I was really lacking after having someone in your bed for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always felt like there was like something that was lacking. But then it happened and I just felt hot. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to feel, honey. Like she, <laughs> that's that's love. <laughs> Just saying, if you're in the bed with a woman, you should be feeling hot. <laughs> no, not that kind of hot. Like I felt like stuffy, like just like like the oh. body heat, which I wasn't used to. And like she was like tossing and turning, so that I was tossing and turning, and I just slept like shit. And I was just thinking, like, this is not like the romantic, like the romantic idea I had in my brain, you know. I don't know. Mm, well, a lot of couples have separate bedrooms. I was thinking about that. Mm. I was thinking about that. Like, cause you and dad still sleep in the same bed. Like, do you wish you had your own bedroom? Cause I remember when I was married, like about five years in, maybe even before that, I was like, I'd be okay mm-hmm. if I had separate living quarters, but I felt like I'd be a real jerk if I even like recommended that or even said <laughs> that. <laughs> well, no, we sleep in the same bed. We have a king-size bed, but I like to put a big king-size pillow in the middle of us when we're going to sleep because then I, I'm really not even aware he's there. And I yeah. have my own little nest on my side. Works. 
works if for you're him, uh, too. new if you're new to the podcast my mom and my dad have been married for 47 46 years mm-hmm. 47 mm-hmm. 40 some odd almost mm-hmm. 50 mm-hmm. um so i we're going to get into your movie review but before we do i want to talk about this week on the show because tomorrow we're going to add a new segment and i didn't even run this by you but oh um that's it's typical be, it's yeah. <laughs> See, i want I really everyone to know listen i want everyone yeah. to know that i come on here every day to chat with you and i have no warning yep. of where we're going. We don't talk about anything, but I'll tell you that we comes don't. from my radio career because I always feel like spontaneity is the best type of, and like true, like you don't, you don't get time to think about things. You don't get time to like form an opinion. That's like, like, true. You know, it, it, it comes off as like inauthentic. <laughs> no time and, to think about it. <laughs> nope. None. So a new segment we're going to add this week, we're going to try is called ask my mom and you can Go ahead and you can either call 888-Kramer8 or you can um, you can DM me on Instagram, which is that guy Kramer. And it's just – it's like a segment we're going to do if you want advice. And it's going to be obviously two different perspectives because I'm 36. She's 63, 4, 5, 6, 7. <laughs> Thank you. You're always mid- so gracious. 67. So if you have if you have if you want some advice, some unsolicited advice from a mom and her son, uh, you can just DM me or call me, and we're going to start that segment tomorrow. So I actually had a lot of people reaching out and asking um, asking certain questions. So that will start on tomorrow's show. Uh, before we get into your mom's movie review, this is something we've been doing the last couple of Mondays. The movie this week was on Onward, uh, the new Disney movie with the two little troll guys, and I sat down to watch it and I turned it on and I was kind of sad because it couldn't keep my attention. I feel like since my divorce, I used to love Disney movies. I used to love all of it. I, you know, going to Mm. Disneyland and something has changed inside of me since my divorce where I don't have that same kid spark that I used to. And I hate that. Like I was really getting bummed because I just could not stay. It could not keep my attention as I was watching that movie. And I don't know if that's just like growing up because hell, I'm 36 years old. The movie's not made for me. <laughs> or if I just have lost a part of me through my divorce to where I don't have that same sense of uh, childlike wonder, you know? Well, I'm 67. I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you, But you need to stay in touch with your kid place. Because that's where the magic is. That's the magic of your life. So so watch kid movies and do kid things and just be kind to your kid. You you still have that little kid within you. Take care of him. That same kid that was sitting on that scary Easter Bunny's lap. Maybe that was it. I don't know. I'm trying to find that space again, but I feel like I just and I hate it. I want to like get better about it, but I don't. So Let's get into Ma's movie review for the week. From Dawsonville, Georgia to around the world, Nancy Yancey and Mom's Movie Review. I have asked my mom every single Monday to kind of review a movie for us. And the last couple ones, number one was Tiger King, which, by the way, you know there's a new Tiger King episode out, Mom? I do. I hope you don't ask me to review it. (laughs) I haven't watched it yet. It came out, uh, so we record these on Sunday. It came out Sunday at midnight, but I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, but it's just a 
from what I can tell, it's Joel McHale from the he used to host the show called The Soup, and he had his own show on Netflix for a while. He may still have it. And I think he's just talking to certain members of Tiger King. It's almost looks like a reunion show of sorts that we're all kind of used to now. Uh, but I haven't watched it. We'll talk about it on tomorrow's podcast. Uh, but I, so yeah, Tiger King was week one. Magic Mike was week two. This mm. week I decided to go easy on you because I kind of wanted, you know, your opinion of the new Disney movie. It's called Onward. So here's mom's movie review for the week. I loved it. I'm giving it five hearts. Five hearts. Five hearts. Kid Nancy and adult Nancy loved it. And what, um, for those that haven't seen it, do you want to give like a 20-second like a synopsis? I know a lot of parents have probably seen it by now. Mm-hmm. So it's a story of um, two elves that are brothers, Ian and Barley, and it's a quest to connect to their father who died when they were very young, and Ian really never knew him. Um, and Barley knew him for some short time of his life. But when he was dying, he had a lot of tubes and things connected to him, and he was scared. So he didn't get to say goodbye. So he had carried that that regret with him all his life that he had not been able to say goodbye to his dad. Ian, on the other hand, had always imagined his father as being someone bold and courageous and had this wonderful image of his father that he never knew. And so it's their quest to connect with their dad. Mm. Did you think you had any kind of personal connection? Cause if you don't know, my mom lost her mom when you were 17, 18, 17. So did you feel like any kind of connection to it because of that? So much. So it brought yeah. me to tears when he said, I never got to say goodbye because he was hooked up to all his tubes. Um, because for me, that was a similar situation where I didn't get to say goodbye to my mom like I would mm. have liked to. And I've always regretted that and been sad about it. But I know in my heart that my mother would never have wanted me to carry that sadness. So for me, that that soothes that. But I understand that loss, that loss. So for me... What that says is, tell the people you love every day that you love them and connect with them because you never know. I mean, obviously, he knew his dad was dying. I knew my mom was dying. But just say what you need to say while you can. It's very, very important. It's very important. is that your major takeaway from it? I mean, I don't, I know there was some kind of plot twist and I got to the point where he had the, he got the staff out of the attic. Right. And that's kind of where I started getting lost. Really the beauty of that, of that whole movie is the, the uh, love of family. Like the mom was a warrior. She would do anything for her kids. Not unlike someone else I know. And (laughs) (laughs) to a fault. That's familiar. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Ian and Barley were very different. So Barley was kind of the guy that always screwed up. And Ian was the younger brother and was always annoyed by Barley because he embarrassed him. And he was very much into magic and this magic game and the quest, which is what the quest ends up being, the magic game. Um, But at the end, what's so great about it is that Ian realizes that the father he never had 
that Barley, his brother, had really taken the place of being that fatherly mentor for him, for being there for him always and showing him how to do things and, you know, just being there like a father would. And then when they finally do connect with their dad at the end, they only have a few minutes left uh, because the quest has taken many different turns. And Ian says to Barley, you go because you need to say goodbye to him and I'll stay here. And that was so beautiful. That was just the power of love. It was brotherly love and the appreciation they had for each other and the love they had shared. And Ian had never seen that before in his brother. Um, So it ties in perfectly with a quote from Helen Keller, which I think is so perfect. When one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has been opened for us. Mm. So he didn't see throughout his life all the wonderful, caring, loving things his brother was actually doing for him that a father may have done had he been there. Right. So it was wonderful. Yes, it's wonderful. You and your kids should watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm getting emotional over here as you talk about it because I I just can't imagine like not having you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't imagine not having you either. That's why it's important that we stay close and we stay connected so that I don't know why it made me so emotional. I'm kind of laughing at myself right now. (laughs) I just, I just feel for you. I just, I, you know, anybody that loses a parent. It's one of the worst things that can happen. There's no doubt about it, but you get through it. You get through it. And I had a wonderful father that carried on and I've had surrogate moms, moms that, you know, Women in my life that became like moms to me that I've been very blessed with. So, but we've had a we have a wonderful life and we've had a wonderful life and hopefully that will continue for a long time. And when it's over, we'll have lots of wonderful memories. And that's why I always say love you forever, because I will always love you forever. I just didn't I didn't see that movie in the same sense. Mm-hmm. Well, watch it. Yeah, I just, I feel like I take a lot for granted. I mean, I think I take you for granted. I think Mm. I take, I mean, not like I don't appreciate you, but just that I just expect every day I'm going to like be able to talk to you. Right. And hopefully you will for a long time. But one day that will end. I mean, death is a part of life. You'll always have me in your heart, honey. I'll always be there. Yeah. And you can always talk to my spirit. You know, one of, um, let me get myself together for a second. Um, one of the things that I um, really had, didn't see coming from this podcast, I, I because I, keep in mind, I grew up in a pretty stable household. Mm-hmm. Right. Like my parents separated for a while. 
Um, but I was really blessed. I mean, to have two parents, um, that both, both really love me a lot. And one thing that I've seen come from this podcast, which was unexpected, was that I, so many people messaged me saying like, your mom is the mom I never had. Mm. Or like, I wish I had. Mm. And that's really special, you know? Part of the reason I think I love so fiercely, and I know that moms, I mean, all moms love their children, and um, but is because I cherish every day of being a mom because my mom wasn't there for me after 17. She wasn't there for my brother after age 12. Right. And um, I just, you know, I want to be the mom that my mom was to me and would have continued to be for me and still continues to be for me in my memories and in my heart and in my thoughts. Um, right. So. I just love you. <laughs> I love you more. <laughs> and I feel like this is another one of those podcasts where like, what else, do, where can I go with this? You know, there's really mm -hmm. nowhere. I, I can't, everything else seems just superficial right now. So, um, well, you know what? It's Easter Monday or it will be when people are hearing this podcast. So maybe right. we could all just love the ones we're with um, and love the ones that have gone before us and just take some time to, Share the love that we can right now in this minute. Well, I didn't expect the show to go this way, but I'm glad we could. Hey, this we is what this it. is what you wanted. You wanted I it know. to be real. Yeah, here We're it is. real. Love is real. Love is powerful. Love is all that matters. Yeah. Really, it's all that matters. Well, I think we're going to leave this episode like this. Okay. And, Good enough. Um, yep, and that's all okay. we got. So, okay. I love you. Love you forever. <laughs>